Quitters Never Give Up. Hi, welcome to Quitters Never Give Up. Hello, hello. Hey, you're looking for bacon and shit, man. This is Santa Monica! Yeah! yeah! The Kevin and Bean Creative Universe. Um. Would someone else like to talk now? <laughs> it was William Shatner's birthday. Do you not remember when we covered this entire segment on a previous podcast? No, I guess I don't. Yeah, it sounds really familiar. No wonder it was familiar. Quitters <laughs> never give up. You know, you can't just disappear based on an apple. That, 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 I don't want people to do that. Christopher, please help. Quitters never give up. That was quite a tribute. I agree. They're gold all the way. Who was that that they were interviewing? Matt that was Trey Parker. Parker. That was Trey Parker. And now, breaking news bulletin. And it was fucking Tim Minchin, you assholes. What? Oh, look! It landed on April the Giraffe! Uh, hello? This is Kevin. Calling April? Oh my god, it's April the Giraffe! What are the odds? We were challenged by the Quitters Never Give Up podcast. They were formidable. I saw on a t-shirt that Quitters Never Give Up. You guys are, uh, you're a bunch of assholes. Hola, party people. It is Quitters Never Give Up, episode 100. We are live. Oh, There's shit. the kids. <laughs> we got all the quitters here. We got Lindsay, we got Edwin, we got Jen, and we got producer Drew. He's the one making everything live. Uh, we are going to, that was the intro uh, theme that I did for our top worst of our 100 episodes. So we all picked a, a moment to, to share. Anybody else have any reflections on the top 100? So good. Wait, which was your favorite, day. Jen? Um, all of them. It's just, it's fun <laughs> to listen to them. It's the mashup, you know what I mean? And then it kind of goes the next one and kind of like the Kevin and Bean tributes. And it's, I'm sitting here going, wow, a hundred episodes. Um, when did that, we come yeah. together in fall of 2020? We started, we started talking like, uh, yeah, November of 2020. And it took us until February to actually get something done. Yeah. And, it's pretty crazy because I read somewhere that podcasts only last about seven episodes generally. Really, every people will start a podcast and then it'll, it'll it'll fade out after after seven episodes. For us to go a hundred on such a flimsy premise, not knowing each other, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> it's really amazing, and I mean, we're and, above average at something, right? <laughs> sure are. Um, but also, I want to give a huge, huge shout out. And, and a big giant thank you to Kevin Stockdale. Without him, we wouldn't have the archive and being able to go back into the tube of history. And Stockdale, uh, yeah, <laughs> in stereo. Um, <laughs> um, but also to Kevin and Bean and Allie and Lisa and Ralph and Stryker and Lightning and Beer Mug and Dave and Omar and everybody that created this most amazing show that we get to go back and listen to and that all have new programs as well that we get to uh catch up with today yeah definitely it's fucking crazy there's yeah. just so much out there and it's just been so much fun so much yeah. fun it, it is i think it's um it's important to note that none of us knew each other really i think jen you knew edwin and then we I all mean, just, just met to the, the group. social club 
Yeah. And we um, all met through the group, the social club. Yeah. And you just happened to post, hey, what about doing a, do you think we could do a podcast about this stuff? And I just remember clicking, you know, thumbs up. And then I went on a hike and listened to an old Kevin and Bean episode and came back and yes, we totally could. There's so much content. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I knew Jen because we both were listening to old shows in the archive. Yeah. So Jen would post, oh my God, I listened to 2009 and this happened. And I would say, oh, I'm on 2008 and this happened. Yeah. And then we became friends. Yeah. And one yeah. day she goes, we're going to do a podcast. Do you think you'd want to be interested? I'm like, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and look at us now. Yeah, we had no equipment. <laughs> Nothing. We had no experience. <laughs> um, we did the first two episodes in a car, I think. <laughs> I was up That's in my right. room. I remember where I was. <laughs> <laughs> I was parked outside a customer's house on my phone. <laughs> yeah, I had a tin so, can microphone. I I was yeah. Uh, I was gonna say that the the audio quality you can really hear a lot of it. Like it was too mention you absolute assholes, like and stuff like that. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that's gonna grateful. be a job for episode two hundred. <laughs> I think that was about the point where I'm like, hey, do you guys need help? <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, we uh, needed help. Uh, Other constantly need help. <laughs> Other moments that I didn't get to include in the montage was uh, Edwin being discovered to be Peak, the rodeo clown. Yeah. Edwin getting stoned by Bean, which I don't understand how he uses stoned, but he says he, Bean ignores him. Let's see. I wanted to include a, a Gia clip, Gia DeSantis, because I really enjoyed yeah. that interview. And then episode 59, there was just too much, uh, too much to go, go by on that. <laughs> The golden episode. The golden episode. Definitely. It was it was spectacular. <laughs> All right, let's get us going to a secret segment from Lindsay. Well, it being our hundredth episode and such, uh, I just wanted to say one of the big reasons that we're still here is because of the tremendous amount of work that both Drew and Christopher put in. Mm -hmm. Um and so I'm going to share my sound here. Uh, on the uh, quiz show Wednesday, uh, Teabagger Henry uh, was the it was the Teabagger Henry. Teabagger Henry was the participant. <laughs> I'm having a total Kevin Milne moment here. <laughs> what if I told you it was Going back to philosophical, 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 philosophies, <laughs> <laughs> philosophical Ew. discussions. But it 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 was a it was it was it uh, it was a, it was a Excuse long me? moment. I used a moment with Kurt. No. With Kurt. Allie did float the conspiracy theory that she's doing this to sell her her or to get people to view her and listen to her uh, music. With Kurt. Everything changes, but beauty remains. 
of that? Wasn't it a Miss Butt? Miss, Miss, Butt? Miss Butt of 19 something? I can't explain. So let me hear that. So now I'm going to play you being defending him. So they brought up, uh, they brought up uh, Bean Bean. <laughs> so what? A moment with Kurt. Some people wait a lifetime for a moment with Kurt. Uh, okay. Uh, that's, uh, wow. Um, all right. So. <laughs> what? Because I, I just thought, <laughs> yeah, I, I figured we'd all be on the same. He's just high as fuck, Paige. With Kurt. Could this be the greatest of all? Then, uh, okay, but they did the. Uh, so, what I tried to do when I when I submitted my comments on the songs, I tried to add a little drama. So let me tell you this. Some people wait a lifetime for a moment. With Kurt. And what? yeah, and and I'll I'll play the clip, but maybe we'll cut it out. But this is what it this is what, that question. I missed the segment, but oh no no, yeah. I didn't. I I re mixed up the order. Uh, this is my bad. I'm sorry. Two in the morning again. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. Right. Some people wait a lifetime for a moment with Kurt. So that's always been, you know, the Beatles were a good song. Their songs are nothing. They were like nothing before. That'll all get cut out. <laughs> How guess, long can a moment last? <laughs> Let, let's hear. Let's hear him talking. Let's hear us talking about that last time. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's me. What's happening? Me? I loaded the wrong clip. Hold on. Hold on. I loaded the wrong clip. Krista, <laughs> you can't fake. You can't freeze. And pretend you're frozen and then blink. <laughs> yeah, the blinking's giving you away. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not a. Wednesday Adams. All I got to say to that is, shut up, Lindsay. You get back in your car. <laughs> that was beautiful. It brought tears that to my eyes just hearing how painful the singing was. That was awesome. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you like it, and it is not offensive to you. But <laughs> rest assured, we could have written tributes for every single one of us, including Judge Judy over there. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say the reason we have so many moments with Christopher is because we make him do every damn thing. So <laughs> he's truly the Kev dog of our podcast. Right. I, I will take that title and run with it. Uh, All right. The Kev do you guys want to play a game? Yes. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> I want to play a game. So I thought we'd play. Okay, so I've done a bunch of intros, and especially for special guests. 
So I thought we'd play a little uh, Kevin and Bean Ertle. Yeah. This is my favorite game. How about you all? Okay, with most of these themes, it winds up that uh, the name gets mentioned pretty soon. So I'm just going to give you maybe just a second or two of the intro, and uh, I'll get, let you guys choose. I'll go with Lindsay first. What's that one? Uh, it starts Mariasa. That's a toss-up. Kev, doggy, dog. Kev, dog. Are you asking? That's correct. Damn. Marla said that's a toss-up. World famous K-Rock 106.7 K-Rock FM. We've got to get to the bottom of what in the hell is going on with this Blue Man group. These guys, they... Awesome. That was Kevin. That was the Kevin theme. I actually had three different songs in that one. I had that one, La Bamba, and Rage Against the Machine. All right, next one is for Edwin. It's got to be the king of Mexico. Skip, I mean, steal. (laughs) 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 I got too excited. The king of Mexico? Monica. 106.7, the world famous K Rock, K R O Q, Mexico. All right, next one. Jen? Wait, 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 wait. wait. What was it? Pretty sure that was also the Sam part of the Sam intro. Sam had that drop in there, yes, but I did not. I didn't have that musical bed. Mm. Okay, so it was King of Mexico. It was King of Mexico. All right, so I'm tied. <laughs> I'm tied with. I, I used them because Sam saying King of Mexico was is too priceless. I had to reuse that for for Sam's clip. I see. All right, let's go over to Jen. One more time. Jen? Yeah, I don't know. One more, come on, one more seconds. Okay. Yeah, that was for when Stockdale was was with us. Ah, okay. All right, do you guys want to do more? Sure. I love this. Oh. It's a game. Drew, you want to take one? Yeah, let's do it. Nick in lock percentage. <laughs> Sorry. Let's do this one then. Wait, can I steal Nick? <laughs> one more time. But what? It, the, the original Quitters Never Give Up theme song? Or mm-hmm. Janky Town. It's Janky Town. Sorry. That's Ralph. Oh, Ralph. see, of course, you picked the one podcast I don't actively listen to nonstop because <laughs> there's like nine thousand episodes. Okay, that that um, is the music from the Ralph Report, but that is not the guest. Um. Uh, um. I mean, it's the, it's part of. Welcome to Quitters Never Give Up with the uh, lovely and talented Gilbert Flores. Oh. Remember Gilbert? That was Gilbert, awesome. yeah, that makes sense. 
We don't right. know shit. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know our own show. Nope. All right. All right. Do this one. Do this one. All right. Um. That's a tough one. Jesus Christ. I mean, I, it, it's not a theme. Stone it's her, a. You do that thing. Stone man. Yes. <laughs> oh, and man. Here's, uh, here's another one I did for a special segment. That's Frosted Lucky Charms. That was our um, St. Patrick's Day commercial spoof. The Edwin's Lucky Charms. Edwin's Lucky Charms. They're magically delicious. I if one. I would have remembered that, I would have put that in my worst of two. My Irish <laughs> accent. <laughs> let's hear a little All right, bit. Last of it. one. Come on, let's hear a little bit of it live, Edwin. Oh, geez. What did I even say? Uh, Faith and Begora. Uh, listen to Quitters Never Get Up. Give up. Toy, 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 toy. <laughs> the kids hey, I still got giving. <laughs> Quitters never get up. They use medical alert. <laughs> All right, last one. And this one should be easy. Who's taking it? Oh, yeah. Who is, is it? Or is it just Battle Royale? Whoever gets it? I don't know. So I'm. Quitters I'm out. never give up. Kevin and me. Kevin and B, new Kevin and B. Drew got it. Yeah. Kevin and B, Kevin and B, new Kevin and B. Janky things are gonna happen. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Put it up outside my window. Going back and listening to all these themes, it was pretty crazy how how many I put together. I thought I'd have like five, but I had quite a few of them. DJ Christopher (laughs) Brazales. He's our Kevin and our Omar. Omar. Nice. All right. What's next on the agenda here? We should do messages, phone calls. Hey, you threw me off. I thought I was playing the clip already. Sorry. Here we go. Quitters, what up? It's Luke from the GildedPlaylist.com or whatever all the new names are that Lindsay thought up. Uh, I am off to Japan tomorrow for a nice big trip, which will further delay the next episode of TGP. But... I wanted to just get a call in that you guys could play on the hundredth episode. Congratulations! That is a serious milestone in in the world of podcasting. And you know, at the rate we go, we might get there. You know, sometime in twenty twenty six. So stoked for that! Um, loving the podcast beef slash the mutual admiration society. Keep up the work. You guys are awesome. So that was Luke. Nice, Luke. Shout out to Luke. Woo-hoo, shout he out. Uh, yeah, he's in Japan. Ah, oh, sushi. <laughs> I was waiting for Edwin to sing the the turning Japanese song, but yes. Ah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Sorry. <laughs> so that was Luke. That was Luke. I feel like Eddie meant to play something, but he's not sharing sound, and we are off to a janky. Song. We're already off the rails. Yes.
100%. Okay, so as it should be. Hmm? Lindsay, oh, do you I have was, more? Uh, I was trying to bring up YouTube to see if there's any comments, but I can't make that work. So that's that's the delay. My phone was playing into the mic. Uh, uh, there's not a lot of comments. So Sam is joining us, as is Steve Stone Man, and <laughs> then the two interchangeable girl cast members of the podcast are. That's right. Also, also <laughs> commenting. Um, uh, they are, they are loving it. <laughs> I, there's your update. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next call. Hit it, Steve. Twitters never give up. It's Steve. Hey, sorry about the uh, lack of messages. No excuses. Just been real busy. But going back to the episode where you were talking about the uh, Firefly song, I know I liked it when it first came out, but then just kind of got overplayed. And that's, you know, there was a lot of hate coming its way. But I've come across another song by a group called Magnetic Fields called 100,000 Fireflies that I really enjoy. So I want to get your take on that. First two albums, the female and the group sang the lead on, but then Stephen Merritt, the other guy in the band took over lead singing vocals, and I sent Christopher a song for you guys to hear as well because he's got a really killer voice. So tell me what you think. Keep up the work, guys. Bye. Stone Man! So Steve is upping the number of fireflies to 100,000 fireflies. I sent you guys the song. Did you guys listen to it? No. 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 <laughs> yes, I did. No. What did you think, Jen? No. Um, it was a no from me, dog. Um, it's a fine little song. It's just not my style of music. It was just, you know, kind of a it was a sweet song, you know, but it, I didn't get into it. It's like the song you sing to a kid dying of cancer, knowing that, you know, no one's gonna remember it but them. Oh my gosh. Is that a genre? <laughs> oh yeah, trust me, I said cheering. Oh I saw God. that. Uh, that was at uh, that was at Tower Records. I saw that uh, little section there. Uh, let, let me play you this bit of this. <laughs> I just pictured it on one of the little cards for your, for the section. Remember Tower Records? It would have the little section off oh music gosh. to sing to your kids when they're dying. Yeah. Let so me play the Firefly Rock. <laughs> oh it's a Creed's God. in there, right? Uh, let me play some of the Firefly song. That's pretty much the whole song. Uh, it's it's okay, just like Jen says. Uh, well, was I, that made really... on like a was that on a Fisher Price piano? Like what what horrible <laughs> thing was that made on? Like that's something that you find in a rundown, like you know, like preschool in the middle of the West Side, right? If you if you just add the right effects, it could be like a, in a horror movie, like just like a music box playing in the background. 
he sent me another one, a live version of it with that with the Stephen Merritt playing. I'll play that one as well. I have a mandolin. I play all night long. It makes me want to kill myself. <laughs> so there you go. That that's uh, Stephen Merritt. He's playing with a cello and a ukulele. I give him points for uh, instrumentation. But uh, I don't know about that line. Me, hey, you guys remember the TV show Lost, right? And no. one of the intro songs they had, like second season, when they had the others on the island, they had that song Downtown that they kept playing over and over. It kind of reminds me of that kind of 60s kind of pop music. I guess, yeah. You mean like- I can hear that downtown everything's yeah. waiting yep yeah nice i feel like that's a that's a pretty big yeah song. but it's such an old song yeah you're right. but, and, yeah. and off of the description i, I gotta give you points for that poll <laughs> if you don't mind i will begin at the beginning it's also from yes. lost yes uh i never i never saw lost never watched that show me neither it's worth the watch. Uh, Samuel Jimenez weighs in in the comments with, it's something you find in the craft section of the record store. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Damn. Sam. <laughs> I love you, Sam. Where's the more, the more you know drop for that after that? Uh, we have, what? <laughs> we talked about this. Christopher is finding it. I had to find all the no drops for the Kelly Clarkson moments. So. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, also a behind the scenes, because I knew this was going to happen again. Christopher tried to start playing drops and I was just mute, 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 mute on his zoom. Cause I, I swear I knew it was going to happen, but if you heard that. You the guys no only knew the inter interdecine warfare that goes on behind the scenes <laughs> in every show. I would have let it happen otherwise, but you really just have to listen to Kelly's lovely dulcet tones uninterrupted. <laughs> well, it was a good hundred episodes. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, it was, it was not bad. Day yeah, of the we podcast did okay ends. Right <laughs> yeah. Let me just hit the stop Lindsay, stream. I told right, you, bye. save the Kelly Clarkson stuff for the end of the show. So at least we can finish. Ding. <laughs> All right, so we do to our regular segments then. All right, let's do the flashback that needs no introduction. We've got to destroy the archive. That's our only hope. Kevin was kind of getting tired of having all the old stuff come back with him. So I found that. It's a good one. All right. Seven, K-Rock is... Come on. Try. At 836. Wheels are coming off this wagon on the Kevin and Bean show. Speaking of wheels. Yes. Yes. Nicely done. Here's here here my whole thing. You too, Kevin. <laughs> here my whole thing. Yes. We have every single day, it seems like, lately especially, come across a story in the news that involves some sort of freakish or weird or killer animal. Right. And, and the stories, stories are, are that pedestrian and that common that you have one every day. It's no, time just to ignore them nope. and move on to each one needs their own the little feature. fruit. A listener sent me a story yesterday about a man in Australia who found a python, a six-foot python in his toilet, Ralph. Now, how do you not want to know more about how that happens? How does a six-foot python fit in a toilet? 
by the way. Well, I, I don't think all of him was, you know, above uh, water. No, it, wasn't, it wasn't, like, coiled up. Yeah, he was like, like, can you imagine? Of drinking. Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> so that's why we decided a few weeks ago to start the Wheel O uh, Bad Animal Voices because it gives yeah. us the opportunity to describe the stories and then make a phone call and get in-depth on the story. Right. When you run into the other room and pick up the phone and play See, the animal. That's what I'm saying. We, everyone knows now <laughs> we how the shoot stick expert works. Involved. It's old. It's, it's moldy. It's oldy. It's so, time to retire it. So here's what's on the wheel today. We I'm have, saying let's not do the wheel this we time. We have the six-foot toilet python. Seems promising. My favorite British comedy group, by the way. (laughs) We have the Pimp and Chimps, which we've had for a while. We've never talked about the the Pimp and Chimps. Uh, Russian Dog Girl, Mm -hmm. Suicidal New York City Turtles, uh, Attacking Komodo Dragon, Uh Gay German Penguins, Argentinian Mega Colony Ants, Uh and Rats of Unusual Size. (laughs) Rats of Unusual Size. (laughs) Yes. So we're going to spin the wheel, and then whatever it lands on, that is where we're going to go to try and find out some more information. Okay. Good spin, by the way. Thank you. That felt good. Spin felt good. What, we take got? a vowel, Vanna. Uh, rats of unusual size. <laughs> yeah! What a surprise. How about that? All right, I got to go. That's well, don't leave yet. This <laughs> hey, is just going, the good Ralph? part. Ralph, we're getting ready to call right now. You don't want to miss this. Come oh, on. Remember in the, uh, in the Princess Bride? It's time for the... Sorry. That was, the that was my favorite part right of the Princess Bride. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. What yeah. are Rodents of unusual size? I don't think they exist. Ah! Now, right. I can't, now I can't play the theme, right? Because it's way too late. Yes. I was supposed to do that before we even spun the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, this we're falling apart. a disaster apart. on every level. <laughs> we're in no condition to travel today and try to put a show together for tomorrow. Here's the uh, story, guys. Papua New Guinea is the place. Apparently, right. it is a real lost world. There's a documentary being made on the BBC. In fact, it's already been made. It starts airing today. They think that people have not been there for 200,000 years, and they are finding all sorts of crazy new creatures, stuff that they didn't even know existed, including rats of unusual size weighing about three pounds, Lisa May, and growing to about the size of a cat. Wow. A rat the size of a cat. So we're going to talk to Papa New Guinea and find out what's going on down there. Hello. Okay. Hello? Hi, who's this? Hey, this is a rat. <laughs> Are you surprised? Very surprised. What? Yeah, I'm, I'm hanging out here in Papua New Guinea. Or we Papua. Fu- <laughs> is it not Papua? Is that wrong, too? Yeah. You need to be corrected by a rat. Well, How do you know who I am? I'm a native. By a two hundred thousand year old rat. Yeah. Well, well the I'm rat isn't two hundred thousand years old. <laughs> you misunderstood. Okay. The region hasn't been right, I know. touched by humans I know in two hundred thousand years. Well, if you knew that, why did you say the rat was two hundred thousand years old? Uh, man, misspoke. All right, so you really are. You grow to three pounds, and you're yeah. the size of a cat. I'm huge. I'm a rat of unusual size. That's right. a big rat. Yeah. You're not a small rat at all. Not even a little bit. You're no. bigger no. bigger than an average rat that we would know. Yes. I'm larger than the average rat. That's why I am so newsworthy. Because of my unusual size. And uh, how's that how's that going for you? <laughs> You want to know what my name is? 
What's your name? Yeah, what's your name? Chloe. What? Kardashian? Uh, Named after Chloe Kardashian. Whoa. Oh, I see. I didn't know she Giant rat face bitch. <laughs> oh. So it's, it, there's a U in it, but it's pronounced just Papa. There's Papa no New, Papua. Papa New, New Guinea, yeah. <laughs> Papa New Guinea, okay. But not Papua. <laughs> okay. The uh, Lost Land of the Volcano is the BBC documentary, and yes. I guess they've also found new species of fish down there, uh-huh. weird fanged frogs. I yeah. mean, it sounds like a crazy place. Yeah, why did you talk to the frog that has fangs? Could we talk to the weird fanged frogs? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Hold on a second. Put them on. Oh, wow, this is a bonus. You can expect this. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who's laughing with you there, Chloe? At the frog. Oh, hi. (laughs) What's happening? (laughs) I'm a fang frog. Blah. Blah. It's it's possible we've exhausted this story. (laughs) How big was that rat? It just gave you the point. That was a huge rat. It was so big. (laughs) I would not even try to bite it and suck the blood from it. (laughs) (laughs) And you're from Papua New Guinea? No, Papua New Guinea. Guinea. (laughs) And you're 200,000 years old? Yes, yes, I'm an old frog with fangs. (laughs) Uh, We've got to destroy the archive. (laughs) That's our only hope. That's one of my all-time favorites, Jen. Great choice. Yeah. Now, don't be confused, Kevin. We go through this every time. There's the Green Lantern. I don't know. The and then there's the Green Hornet. Both green. Right. Both for geeks. That's where it stops. All right. Green Lantern, of course, is part of an intergalactic police force called Guard the uh, Green Lantern Corps. Sure. And he's ordered around by the Guardians of the Universe. Right, of he's course. He's got a power ring. Okay. That is uh, able to create any construct that he can will. And this with, is who we're talking with about? With hard green light that comes from the central battery on the planet Oa. Okay. That's the Green Lantern. Is that what we're talking no, about? No, we're talking about the Green Hornet. Well, why would you do all that? <laughs> I'm now trying I'm, to help you learn. Now I'm, I'm, I'm thinking trying, galactic police no, and the this is edification ring? for you trying to keep you in the know. All right. The Green Hornet. Green Hornet. Is a wealthy newspaper publisher with a stinger by day yes who fights crime by night as a secret vigilante known as the green hornet okay who is okay. aided by his valet kato hey hey who is known as they fight crime as the secret superhero kato <laughs> <laughs> and inexplicably no one, Bruce Lee. no one is able to put two and two together oh. But, uh, yes, Bruce Lee played it originally okay. in the 1966 TV series. Uh-huh. And now uh, John Cho. Hey. Uh, excuse me, Jay Chow. Hi. Not John Cho at all, Jay Chow. <laughs> will be uh, playing. Where are you going, Lisa? What do you got? You no got a plane to catch? She's just packing up. She's folding clothes. She's ironing over there. It's really weird. She's curling her hair. She's picking out her reading material for the flight. I've never just seen that. Just stay with the show until we're done, okay? I, I she has just Just stick out. around. You were six feet you away were. on the other side of the room. Put something over there. You got three minutes. Well, too much you know she's locking in. She's getting. She's you putting out her boarding pass. She's checking her bags. <laughs> putting in her uh, her uh, lunch order. <laughs> could um, could anyone be the Green Lantern if they had the lantern? Like if I picked up the lantern, would I become the Green Lantern? You don't or pick it... up the lantern. You get the ring. The, the 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 ring is charged by the lantern, and the ring only goes to those who show a a great power over fear. Okay. You, have, you have to be almost fearless in order to wield the Green Lantern ring. Okay. I see. It's an important... Okay. So important it's a ring that has a lantern on it? It does, yes. Okay. But then there's a lantern that you charge the ring. You put the ring into the lantern. That's how you charge the ring. It holds a charge for 24 hours. Which one can't fight yellow? 
That's Green Lantern. <laughs> he, has a weak, he has a weakness against the color yellow. That There's is the, the dumbest flaw thing in the ring that causes a weakness against the. That is the dumbest the thing ever. Yellow. I really could walk over there. I know. You and me both. No, you need to learn too. Who who wins? But who wins between the Green Hornet and the Green Lantern? Who wins if they fight? I'm trying to get to a story about the movie The Green Hornet. What's the story about the Hornet? They started filming. That's it. Just last week, the principal photographers began filming, but now. Green Hornet has no bad guy, has no villain. Somebody dropped out. Nicholas Cage has backed out of the oh, feature film. Oh, well, that improved the picture instantly. He was supposed to play the villain <laughs> in the Green Hornet. And what's the but villain's But he was name? not apparently able to come to terms with the studio on his salary and now has backed out of the project. The Mr. Yellow? No, what's that's his the name? Green Lantern fights Yellow. Oh. The Green Hornet has a an adversary named... The raid cam. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a hornet. I don't know what villain uh, he was supposed so to So did Nick Cage take the ring with him, and now they can't make the movie at all? <laughs> the green hornet doesn't even use a ring. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, then he won't miss it. He drives so the Black confused. Beauty, which is uh, his super-powered uh, secret uh, car with uh, all the gaz- gadgets and gizmos. Why now? does a hornet need a car? Because he's got to get around town. <laughs> can he Why fly? the car got to be black? <sighs> So uh, no word yet on who will replace Nick Cage as the Green Hornet's adversary. But, you know, they're in a bind because they're already in in beginning to film. So they need him sooner than later. I don't even know what that is. More of a Green Hornet protector. (laughs) That's the Seth Rogen movie, right? Uh, It is. Seth Rogen plays the Green Hornet. Cameron Diaz is his uh, love interest. Uh And Jay Chow, as I mentioned, will be playing Kato. Not John Cho at all. Right. (laughs) Uh, That was a mistake. Now, does that clear that up for everyone? <laughs> I can I can help you guys explain. Like I I know all the things about the hornet, the lanterns, the colors, the yellows, the greens, the blues. Who would win? It's it's if you want to know, we can do that on an extended episode. It'll be like three hours long. Is there a sickle or a neighbor? neighbor. <laughs> there actually is. There actually is a sickle. But it's only through cost canon between DC and Marvel. Why do so. some people tune out? Thank you for having that queued up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. That's my time. Awesome. Uh, let's do the podcast roundup. Yes? No? Maybe? Yes. yes. All right. Here we go. Yeah, everybody might get a chance to enjoy a little bit of the clown head. Uno, dos. One, two, three, cuatro. Nailed it. Ow, 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 ow. <laughs> <laughs> you get it, Edwin. You want her to promote your podcast. We got it. Say hello to happy goodbye to the blue janky podcast. Roundup. It's juicier than I would like. Ew. All right, welcome to the podcast roundup. Uh, let's start off with the Kevin and Sluggo show. And Kevin and Sluggo, they called Alex Jones. Oh, when and, will it drop dead? And Alex Jones explained his next conspiracy theory. And say hi to Alex Jones. Oh, you got him? <laughs> now you people think I'm making this stuff up. Right. This is real. It's really happened, okay? You said it happened twice. It's only happened to me, but it's happened to many people in the entertainment industry. When you're offered a, a major uh, record deal mm-hmm. or a movie or a, or a television show, they take you to an office, they sit you down, and they make you reject Jesus Christ and accept uh, Satan. It's okay. not at all how hell. Some of us works. know some people that actually are on television shows. Right. The people you know, Kevin, Correct. have they uh, been asked to uh, uh, reject Jesus yes. and, and pledge their lives to yes. Satan? I hope not. 
Oh, you know, you think maybe they did. Of troubles. Oh. <laughs> they did. Well, if you haven't been offered a job in show business yourself, then no, you wouldn't know it. But many okay. people that I've had meetings with, it all not only happened to me, happened to Manton Muller, happened to Bean Baxter, a lot of people who got <laughs> these opportunities uh, I have to accept Satan as their Lord and Master. There's two different uh, satellite offices of hell. They've got one on the East Coast and one on the West Coast. Okay. The one on the West Coast out here is in El Segundo. You go down there, you take a meeting, the lizard people bring you into a giant corporate office room. Right. They right. offer you something to drink, a Perrier, right. some lava, some baby blood. <laughs> then they say, do you, will you reject Jesus Christ and accept Satan? And if you do, you get your television show. If you don't, then uh, the next thing you know, you're Scott Bay or Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> so you expect us to believe that you didn't do that twice when they offered you a network deal? No, absolutely. I rejected it because you know, I'm a Christian from way back. I was looking to get into radio. I thought maybe that'd be a lesser pen penance than it was. I went into a major office, and you have to reject Jesus Christ and accept Ryan Seacrest as your Lord and Savior. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> so how is it that you commit yourself to Ryan Seacrest? What, is the, what do you think is the, uh, the ceremony that you'd have to do? Okay, so the first thing you got to do is you need to go ahead and renounce the Furious Five at nine. That's the first thing that must happen. After that, you need to go ahead and go completely with whatever American Idol says. If they says overthrow the government, guess what? January 6th, you're there. That's how that works. No, the first thing you do is I find a, a blind guy. <laughs> oh, what was that, Edwin? <laughs> try no, he's he's correct, but try it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh breaking news bulletin uh the kevin and bean radio rewind has entered the chat yay nice. hey. hello awesome. jose. Yay. we love you jose thank you for doing our 30 minute intro yeah <laughs> one of the few guys that's close to us and their obsession with kevin and bean he's close cool. to us close yeah. he's close <laughs> All right, the Frank and Friends podcast was back this week, and uh, I'm going to play you a clip of Frank and his current baseball fandom. At some point, I just had to give up. My friend Bean was talking about how they've changed baseball, made the bases bigger, and added a pitch clock Correct. to make the game go faster. And I thought, you know, I have moved on so far in my life that I don't have time to sit and watch. I don't want have the interest to sit and watch a game on television ever again. I'll go to a minor league game and have a great time, but I can, couldn't tell you who won. Doesn't I can tell you that I went to see the Smokies and the Trash Pandas, and I had a lovely time. <laughs> Not ending vacation. No, I went, to, I went uh, yesterday, I went out to watch the Vols play. It's a lovely afternoon. At Lindsay Nelson Park, who was the play-by-play -play announcer for the 1969 Mets. That's right, Lindsay Nelson. What a brilliant, legend. what a great, what an amazing. I, would, I bet you wish he was here right now. Well, he's dead. Maybe that wouldn't be a good idea. Zombie Nelson, uh, he'd be fine. So his current state of fandom is the same as mine. I, I don't watch it, don't care. But zombies would make baseball more interesting, I think. Yeah, it would. I do want a trash panda's hat, though. Yeah, that sounds like such a That's cool a team movie. I want to get behind. Let's go. Right? <laughs> no, it's like, what, the Rancho Cucamonga Kilwakes? I'm not, you know, shaming the team. It's minor leagues. But, yeah, we need we need to get, like, the, you know, El Cajon trash pandas. It's just, like, come on. I will go see those games. You mean they're not named Cucamonga Heat? They are yeah, not Eric. named the Cucamonga <laughs> Heat. Oh, God, they should be. They you know what? They need to talk to Mr. Khan. Double-crossed. Yes. <laughs> 
Let's I go over to was, the. If it was uh, in Cucamonga, it would be the dirt pandas, since it's the valley of the dirt people out there. I know nine. Let's go over to the Ralph report on that note. Uh, Ralph brought up the kissing robot. A brand new device from China. Oh, a web-based kissing device. What? The device is said to be able to mimic a real kiss by replicating the pressure, movement, hmm. and temperature of a user's lips. Oh. Also, you can upload your kiss <laughs> into the app. So if someone wants to know what it's like to kiss Eddie Pence, oh, they, you memorized. make out with the lips. Right. The lips memorize what Eddie Pence kisses uh, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then somebody yeah. at the other end, they can just feel what it's like to kiss Eddie Pence what? because your kiss has been downloaded right. and programmed into the app. Do I get any residuals off of that? I don't want my secrets out there unless I'm getting some money for it. Seriously, though. Oh. If someone wants to kiss Eddie Pence, that all they do is download you from the app. Yeah, you hook up to my cameo, and then, yeah, you give me, like you, you pay me a little bit of money, you can kiss cyber me. Cyber smooching with Eddie. Not for free. Look at you. No, you, you think just, your kisses are so fucking I, special? Yeah, dude. And you can charge for them? Well, let me lay one on you. How much are they? I'll buy you, No, nope, you're barred. You're barred for life. Ew. Look at my painted lips. Ugh. They're ready. Ugh. Jackpot could just go on the app and just have a make-out session Ew, with Eddie Pence. God, it'd just be awful. So there it is. You can make out with a pair of rubber lips. That's the, we live in a golden age. We do. Let's take advantage. You can get milked. Your penis can get milked by a machine. While you you're can, getting made out. You can make out with your phone. Now we just need a rubber finger in the ass. <laughs> Sign me up. Why, why are we not doing this? Like. <laughs> How do I upload my kiss? Uh, also, th there's a rubber finger in the ass thing. Like that, can I get on that app? I just, you, know, you, you got to go ahead and go across multi different revenue platforms. And I want to do all that only fans, only mans, only trans, only dans. Like, you know, we'll, we'll go through all of it. Lindsay's like, oh God, this episode. Ralph went and see a movie. Went, Ralph went and saw a movie. <laughs> Cocaine bear, motherfucker. He went and saw cocaine, cocaine bear, and he gave us the proper way to watch cocaine bear. Cocaine bear. Yeah, you saw cocaine so bear. Cocaine instead. bear. Mm. I got so geeked when I went there. I just did like an eight ball before <laughs> I went to the theater. That was your costume? Just powder all over your face. People always go to like all the stoners say, oh, if you go see Half-Baked, you have to see it baked. It's great. So I figured cocaine bear, yeah. I had to see it with a yeah. snoot full of Peruvian marching powder. <laughs> and it, it paid off. That is the experience. That is the way to watch that movie. I haven't seen it yet, but I plan to. And full Ralph report. Full Ralph report methodology. Speaking of uh, cocaine bear, <laughs> uh, HBO Hollywood Babylon was back this week, and they brought up the copycat Meth Gator. Just released, a production company just released their poster for uh, Meth Gator today. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, you know what, though? Like, that makes sense. It's Florida set, right? You got yeah. meth, you got gators. I suppose. If they set it at Disney World, it's a fucking trifecta. Because that's also in Florida. Just heroin. <laughs> Do your line. Damn you, meth gator! Hey, maybe I should start stop talking shit and ask for a gig. Maybe I should. Truly, try. man. Truly. Remember when Luke was talking about live podcasts and the experience you get from there? There you go. That one added to the whole joke and everything. It was perfect. <laughs> Over at Janky Town, with all the weather, 
everybody was asking asking whether Dave used his windshield wipers. Ha! Windshield wipers. Do not need them when you're on the freeway. Why? Because you're driving at a reasonable pace. The rain is zooping off the, the windshield when you're driving. It hits it, zoop, right off the windshield. But since I'm driving on streets and I'm in traffic, my windshield, the, the rain didn't zoop right off. It wasn't going zoop, zoop, zoop. No. It was just dropping and sitting there. Just going bloop, Building up on my fucking windshield. So what do I do? Click that little uh, thing that I rarely use on my car. And go zoop, 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 zoop. Jank says, I used my windshield wipers. Yep, felt like a fraud. Dave was solo this week. No beer mug in sight. Uh, but we did get a lot of automatopoeia. Zoop, 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 zoop. Zoop, 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 zoop. There you go. Lesson in podcasting. You got to edit that into the Kanye song. It's like almost perfect. Scoop, poopity, scoop. No, no, that, that's just me after date night. That's exactly my routine. Zoop, zoop, swoop, swoop, sloop, loop, 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 and zoop, zoop. Then you got to add the snoring sound. I'm like never allowed back here again, my mind. That, that's how this works, right? No. Last week, we brought up uh, Bean killing Janky Town and uh, whether Dave listened to the show. Here's the answer. Check one, two. All right, that's better. All right, this is going to be uh, weird. Uh, let's see how this goes. I can't steer you enough away from Janky Town. It's a terrible podcast. Well, thanks, Bean. Thanks for those kind words. It, today's going to be a solo episode, so uh, should I just get into it? Let's do this. So, yes, he heard. He heard every word of Bean. <laughs> I don't know what happened to Beer Mug. I'm pretty sure he had a, a work thing to do with K-Rock, right? Or do you think he's dead? Uh, Kevin and Bean always assumed that he woke up in a bush outside of O'Grady's with his wallet and <laughs> cell phone and keys spread all outside him. That's that's what happened. Just on a quick side note, I emailed Bean a clip a few days ago, and he emailed me back, "What's going on with uh, Beer Mug? Why isn't he on Quitters?" I'm like, "How are not Quitters on Janky Town?" I'm like, "How would I know?" <laughs> so if anyone knows, let us know. Beer Mug, <laughs> check in. Tell us what happened. Are, are we in charge of Janky Town now? Is that how that's evolved to? Like, ah. I, we're we're the liaison. That's definitely definitely what we are now. Okay, that's part oh, of the Janky Town Network. Exactly. No, that, that's on brand. I'm not. That that's nothing I can disagree with. Okay. Going over to Cup of Tea to chat. Does everybody remember Bean's clown head? Yes. All right. Yeah. This is the state of his clown head. I texted you yesterday. I was welling up. The clown head yes. that used to be on the top of the guest house that we lived at for a long time in Seattle. Mm -hmm. The guest house that we called Clown Town. Mm -hmm. We used to, I, broadcasting from Clown Town was what I did for years on the Kevin yes. and Bean show. And it was a gift from my wife for a big anniversary. I don't remember which one. Oh, I, I think 10 is clown head. <laughs> <laughs> could be, could be. <laughs> and it's a huge 
metal clown head. I sent yes. you a picture. You sure that did. That came from a 1930s carnival, and it's a treasured item for me. Yeah. That's the type of thing that had I been there and in charge, I would have said, hell no, I'm not getting rid of my clown head. But the reality is, what am I going to do with this enormous, heavy clown head? I don't have any place to store it. I don't have room for it here. I don't want to – What? I, you have to get rid of stuff like that. At some point, you have to realize, I'm old. I need to start paring down, right? Okay. So Bean sold the clown head. He sold it to a teabagger, and they're eventually going to show it on on the next uh, get-together and the next um, – the crowdcast crowdcast thank you they're gonna show it on the next <laughs> <No>! crowdcast <laughs> i broke the rule oh no i apologize to everyone in the car right. I, was, I was gonna be stuck there forever god damn uh, it so but i always wondered why he had the clown head apparently it was a gift from his wife for an anniversary yeah i don't i don't understand the relation to the clown head and anniversary I, uh, I it's I you think... and what matters most to you too like like you don't have to go with traditional silver gold diamond whatever you know those type of things like that's great if you aren't creative you go with what your spouse wants um and you I, want a clown head you want a clown head just like and i i I'm maybe she mistook what to. he meant by that i i keep telling i've been selling stuff to tea baggers i've said i want to buy the John Wayne Gacy paintings just because it would make my household so much more awkward in here once they know what they are and they know what they are and I got told I can never bring them in here but uh, if they get sold to me um, it's happening and doesn't he have like a, a painting of the rat that carried the plague and the, yep. the naked OJ mm -hmm. picture I, I want naked OJ too that, like, <laughs> I've, I have tweeted at Bean several times like hey if these are ever going to go on sale please let me know I will buy them the funny thing is John Wayne Gacy not allowed to bring into the house that, that was the no I can bring naked Why OJ not? into the house um, that was the one thing the missus said she'd know murderers no OJ um, not convicted. Apparently, there was a difference. So uh, I'm allowed to have naked OJ because it was painted right. before he was the murderer. I mean, really, Bean could just sell to all the teabaggers and stuff. They'd probably buy. I would buy. Be interested in the album collection for sure. I um, I would. Tim Markle, I would I'm drop, sure, would be as well. I would drop some major money on naked OJ. I'm not even kidding. Like, it's like make a charity. Let's go. I, yeah. it, it will happen. This is something that like, the missus and I have legitimately talked about. Like, if it comes up ever, is this my budget? Okay, yes. <laughs> That's what I thought when I heard he sold the clown head. I'm like, why didn't you put this up for auction, you know? If he's yeah. going to start selling stuff that memorabilia like that, I'd like to get in on that. I've, yeah. I have straight messaged him in DMs saying, like, if the John Wayne Gacy stuff comes up, I, I'll have to convince the household. But if Naked OJ comes up, I will gladly feature it. It will be the most predominant photo in there. I'm like, yeah, this was a gift to Caitlyn or Chris Jenner. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, Naked OJ. So I have a question. I think I saw uh, somebody posted a photo of the clown head. And it looked yes. to be like it would sat over the um, top chimney. of the chimney. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. How it's probably pretty heavy. How did they plan on getting it out of there? Uh, they, I, I, that, that's not a hard feat. Like you just bring in a little crane thing. It, it doesn't cost so much. We've actually rented them. You can do stuff like this out here. It's, it's a thing. Okay. Sorry, my wife 
barged in and showed me her lovely new dress. It was beautiful. Oh, nice. uh, oh new. Total distracted. Okay. Nude. Yeah. <laughs> you get naked, OJ. I get. I'll get that. I'll take that. All right. Dad, I don't blame you. <laughs> Chat GPT has been a big topic lately, and all the new functions that it's providing. Bean went into one of the new functions where it's an actual AI disc jockey. Used to be thousands of radio stations with tens of thousands of employees. Every radio station had a live and local person behind the microphone serving the community. That is not the case anymore. A lot of people don't know this. There's only six disc jockeys in the whole world now. That's it. Only six, right? And they're doing all the shows on all the stations around the clock. Right. Well, now... Allie, we don't even need those six anymore uh -uh. because Radio GPT is here and it is 100% artificial intelligence voices. None of the disc jockeys are real people, okay? Oof. I have some tape for you. You are listening to the Kevin and Bean Show. Kevin, I, 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 I went to see the Taylor Swift concert last night. What? She is so good live. She played her song, Mean and Mine. I was hoping for Moan. You are so creepy. I'm Bean. Why did you go see Taylor Swift? You are not so... What? You know what? So that chat GPT is working out nicely, isn't it? Oh, that was the best. What? <laughs> yeah, I had to put that together. I mean, the uh, AI was just gold. pretty boring. Uh, it's pretty yeah. good. Oh. <laughs> Are you falling asleep or what? Uh, I'm just disappointed. Powering down. Disappointed. Uh, yeah, Android disappointed. <laughs> I just had to put them together because that's what something that they were talking about 10 years ago, mm -hmm. right? Cleverbot, Cleverbot yeah. doing the show and, and being re and replacing them. And now it's coming all to fruition. Well, that's been the thing. So the Jack and Jane FMs, if you are in different markets, they are Jill, John, Jim. Like if you're more country, it's a Jim FM. It's the same thing. And they are just straight up radio AI DJs. And the biggest thing that was an issue with it was, well, how do you deal with keeping the listener listening? And it's getting close enough that it's like, like I keep radio on for white noise. Like this is just fine enough. Like, um, Yeah, the passive radio listener isn't going to notice that it's, a, it's an AI. That oh, AI they, they might really notice, but I mean, it's still, it's like you're listening to this station coming up next to plain YTs followed by fireflies. You're like, ah, all right, change the channel. I get that part, but like, it's just, it's what it, it, it it's an awkward situation. One of the other things that Bean played was that they know a bunch of facts about the album. So just like yeah. Bean. They could just <laughs> spew out facts about the song. This song was recorded at this date with this studio with these people. And so the passive listener isn't going to even notice. I may not even notice when I'm listening to the radio because I don't listen actively to the radio. Just like right. Drew said, it's white noise. Right. Well, and it's well, funny because we've got like, I think, two radio stations up here, but they're owned by the same people. 
And I don't think there's DJs on it at all. They pipe in, you get John Tesh in there saying whatever. He's syndicated in there somehow. And then there's just kind of commercials, local commercials and things like that. And then the Hawk, which is down in Modesto, which is a far larger station. They have DJs all day, but they're just playing the same uh, Eagles songs, Hotel California, over and over again. So, <laughs> And like, why do people even call in and request that? People were calling in to request music I don't understand because I don't know why. You're going to hear Hotel California all day. Why request it again? I think they just have that on file. They just have the one yeah. guy that requested and they just play it. Probably. Or they just say, you know, yeah. this one goes out to Lindsay from, you know, yeah. Edwin, you know. <laughs> just make up names. Just put it together. Well, what what happens to is people park their car in the middle of the road in the snow uh, and they call the radio station and request Hotel lights. California. Yep. Then they let their kids out to sled on the highway. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Now for some more riveting chat from Cup of Tea and the chat. Yesterday, we had these big plans to go see a band that we love, eat some dinner, and everybody dropped out except for three of us. We were like, we're we're still in. So we went to dinner at 4.30 p.m. Yes. I don't want to steal any of your sunshine here. Yeah. I went to dinner at 3 30 <gasps> p.m <laughs> yes bean all oh, the kids love it i had breakfast at you know 7 7 15 right and then i was hungry so i said why am i i'm it's too late to have lunch now i might as well just make it an early dinner so i got my little car i went to waffle house oh my god you know how sometimes the right meal right time it just yes. hits the spot like i honestly believed in that moment it was the greatest meal I'd ever had in my life. I've never enjoyed scrambled eggs more. I've never enjoyed a waffle more. Waffle House toast is unparalleled. Their coffee is great. Oh, it was great. And as I was sitting there, I was thinking, imagine what a sucker Allie is having to wait another hour until 4.30 to eat. I'm already eating. If you haven't tuned out by then, then there was also ketchup talk. <laughs> What's another ketchup brand? Besides Heinz? Yeah, I can't even think of one. Whoa, that's interesting. I mean, they do dominate the market, that's for sure. Hold on. Types of ketchup brands. Allie Google. 11 ketchup brands ranked from worst to best. All right, who have we heard of? And I wonder if some of these are regional, so we may oh, not I even bet. know Oh, I bet, yes. Them. Del Monte? Oh, yeah, they're the pineapple yeah. people. I didn't know yes. they ketchup as well. Sir Kensington's? Don't know that. That sounds like oh. the name of a standard poodle. This is Primal- my dog, Sir Kensington. <laughs> Primal Kitchen, oh, Market Pantry. Look, I'm sure there are lots of generic brands for lots of supermarkets, but I wonder what market. Annie's Organic. Oh, French's. Like the mustard people make ketchup? I didn't know that either. Only Canadian tomatoes are used for this ketchup. Mm. That sounds good, eh? What's that about? <laughs> I, I totally do. forgot Hunts. <laughs> oh, Hunts. Yeah. Hunts. Oh, my God. Heinz is third. What's, oh, Trader Joe's organic. That And oh, Whataburger. Terrible. Whataburger makes what? ketchup. They have their own ketchup? Come on. See, this has been ketchup talk. All right. I can make it even more boring than what you've suggested here. Nope. How do you spell ketchup? Are you a K-E-T? Of course. C-A-Q-P, I'm not a ketchup. Or are you a C-A-T-S-U-P? No. Because they're both widely used. Why is that? I don't know the answer to that. All right. I think now we're officially out of ketchup talk. Okay. I hate ketchup. You know that, right? Because I hate tomatoes. What? And we're back. <laughs> Bean went after Janky Town for their content. 
right. and wanting his 10 minutes back. <laughs> I want my 20 minutes back from that episode. I, right. I don't understand where the early bird chat came from. I don't understand the ketchup talk. <laughs> that sounded like an AI listening back to it. Right. Ah, that got dark. Like that that's people I don't let into my home. Like you can be outside in a freezing snowstorm. No, you, you stay out there. You hear them talking about ketchup and you're like, leave. Did, did you say ketchup or cats up? Because right now it's the right answer is whether you come indoors. Please, people, this is gonna tear us apart. <laughs> well, catsup is actually, I think, made with anchovies as well as the tomato paste and sugar. So it is a different formula. So it does come out quite different and taste different. Lindsay, can you please hit the audio? Why do people, <laughs> some people tune out? Thank Sorry. You. And then Friday's show, Friday's show ended early. They had audio episode, audio issues. And uh, I, we all said it was the ghost of pyramid. Anyhow, that was it, a podcast roundup. Let's turn it over to the week that was. <laughs> you stepped on your own joke. I did. That good. I'm sorry. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin. No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. That's how Edwin knew to fire it up. One, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. Week of love. 2012. Not the best idea, Jack. Dancing Al. Or Al. Or Al. <laughs> Al Pacino. Al. Welcome, kids. We're doing the week that was February 27th to March 3rd, 2012. This is going to be a running bit. You heard Kevin there. He had problems with names, and let's find out why. The first segment of the first day. And now, Mano Kevin does not disappoint. Our feature presentation. I'm glad, glad to be consistent. <laughs> Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin Abit Show. It is 531. You didn't get any sleep at all, did you? Zero. Yeah, it sounds it already. This could be a lot of bit. Not even a little bit. <laughs> now, was it my imagination, Beer Mug, or shortly before we went on, did Kevin ask where Don't Bogart That Joint is? That actually happened. Oh, I was that... just testing. I was just testing. <laughs> see. You know it's Monday, right? Monday. Monday. You're thinking, oh, it's got to be Friday already. This Hang week on. will not end. Let me get my calendar out. Just <laughs> a second. <laughs> no, I was up at uh, one and then two and then three. Dude. And at that point, you go, boy, I don't know. Maybe we should just stay up. Right. Yeah. That's because the, that's, the de- that's the decision you have to make. That's the toughest choice to make. Because if you fall back asleep, you could, it could help. There is a chance that you can small, you know, fall back asleep and get that, that little boost that you need. But then there's also that chance that when the alarm goes off, then you're just dead. Yeah. So he started off rough. You could tell from that first word. But I knew it was going to be a good week. So then when they go to Raps for Showbiz Beat, he kind of summarizes how the show's going so far. You are listening to the Kevin Abid Show, the world famous K-Rock, 106.7 K-Rock. It's Kevin Abid Show. Hey, Ralph Garman. Sorry, that. Ew, what is happening here? Was there some party last night that I wasn't invited to that Kevin and Lisa oh. went to and <laughs> Dave showed up late? To, he just got here to work. What the hell happened last night? What was going on? Big Oscar night. I'm Lisa yeah. May. Would you like to know what the traffic is? I'm Kevin. I can't turn microphones on. I don't know. I just got here. I don't know what's going on on the show. What the? Beans giving away things we don't have? What the hell's happening? It is disastrous. <laughs> yes, we are off the rails awfully early this week. They were off the rails. He mentioned Lisa's voice. All of her traffic reports sounded like this. I'm Lisa May with K Rock Traffic. 
So everything's going to heck. <laughs> Here's Kevin again. He can't get the person's name right. Um, I don't know if you heard that Stephen King, perhaps the smartest man on the planet, is or a, or Stephen Hawking. Hawking. Sorry, I was looking down lower. Um, <laughs> Stephen Hawking, one of the smartest men in the world, uh, swinger. No, really. Double question mark. Oh my god. So keep track of that. I think Kevin's going to do that about four times in my segment here. Lisa, wait, she called in. What did you think about that day? Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Okay, this was the day after the Oscars, the 2012 Oscars. And do you guys remember a movie called The Artist? It was a silent movie. Yeah, with a dog. Right. So what do you think Kevin thought of that? He's stupid. <laughs> he was furious for weeks. I'm not going to bring <laughs> it in, but he did have, it was actually a very interesting critique. Come on. There you go. Yeah, he was very angry because it won Best Screenplay and it was a silent movie and he couldn't figure that out. <laughs> the big news was the announcement of the new April Foolishness, April Foolishness number four. Do we have to give the credit to our boss, Mr. Weatherby, for coming up with the idea for Kevin Bean's April Foolishness? Isn't he the one who came to us and said, hey, you guys have a lot of funny comedians on your show. You guys should do a charity thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> and you say no because you don't want to give him the credit for coming no, up with a great I, idea? I was pretty, uh, I believe that was uh, our promotions director at the time. Uh, All right. Amy Stevens, yeah. Well, I know it wasn't us, and I know that it was a great idea, and, uh, you know, we held our breath the first time we tried to put it together, and we're lucky that we've had a lot of friends on this show over the years. You know, your Joe Rogans and your Jay Moores and people like that that were kind enough to step up and help us get it off the ground, and ever since then, it just gets bigger and better every year, and we're so excited about the fourth Kevin, it be April Foolishness, April Foolishness 2012, which we are here to announce right now. And I got to tell you, uh, the amazing thing about this is there are a lot of charity events out there, and a lot of charity events pay. Because they need to get that name so that people will show up and can spend money and they can raise money for, you know, whatever charity it is. This particular one, we don't pay anyone. Mm -hmm. And they all do it for free. And all the it, money goes to the charities, right? Yeah. yeah, so that we can send all the money to the charities. And that's what really makes it special. And these comedians give of their time. And trust me, they're asked to do charity events 25 times a year. So it's very cool that they have decided to join us this year for Kevin and Bean's April Foolishness 2012. It's Kevin and Bean's April Foolishness, don't you know? Saturday, April 7th, Gibson Amphitheater. Performing live on stage. Felipe Esparza. I love my dad. He used to be a professional wrestler in Mexico. It was cool growing up with him because when he hit us, he didn't really hit us. Brad Williams. Don't worry. I know I'm a midget, but they have big screens next to stage. You can see me. Tim Mention. My life is pretty sad, but I don't know that I should be glad. I could be a starving Ethiopian. My girlfriend is in America, so she's not going to get to see this. So uh, I was in a strip club last night. Jim Jeffries. I think as my health gets worse, I'm going to move to countries. Until eventually I'm the healthiest man in Rwanda. Bob Saget. You know what I'd like to do now? I'd like to put a shoebox on my lap and give you a puppet show. No, you know, I'd like to... Larry King. Poker face. Jay Moore. What's up, Jay Moore? You want to go get nice? Yeah. 
I will see you at the Kevin and Beans April Foolishness. So you buy tickets and I see you there. If you don't, then I, I don't care about you. Pretty damn funny. With the April Foolishness house band, Cleto and the Claytones. It's Kevin and Bean's April Foolishness, Saturday, April 7th at the Gibson Amphitheater. Exclusive K-Rock Street Team on sale Thursday at 10 a.m. Proceeds benefit the Wounded Warrior Project and Cedar Sinai NICU. Log on to krock.com for full details, don't you know? Oh, my goodness. K-Rock. Come on now. Uh, it's unbelievable. I love that. I'm it's sorry, Lisa. What? It's unbelievable. Lisa says it's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Lisa, I want you to do all the announcing that night on stage. Yeah, so a big time lineup that time. The one thing that confused me is I would always get Eddie Ift and Eddie Izzard confused. And then they put them on the same bill. Actually, Ralph mentioned something about that a little bit later. A lot of, a lot of guys named Eddie are funny. It's a funny name. Want your kid to be funny? Name him Eddie. Yeah, exactly, Ralph. Thank you. I appreciate that. What do you guys think? Any Which com- comic kind of jumps out to you? Which one <clears throat> would you want to see? Um, Eddie Izzard. Um, I think would be really well he used to be really funny so probably back then he was I don't know if he's as funny anymore um what about, Trat- what about Trat and May they were on the bill right <laughs> Felipe Esparza is really hilarious is he yeah Jim Jeffries he, he was always great when he came on the show yeah Jim Jeffries is he yeah. the one that clapped back at Bean remember Bean gave him a backhand compliment He's like, you know, who hurt you? What's wrong? Bill Burr. <laughs> Went all therapist. Oh, is that Bill Burr? Okay. Bill Burr, yeah. Yeah. Well, Jim Jeffries is still funny, even if I got the wrong guy there. Jim oh, Jeffries and- has a has a lactose intolerant joke on his one of his specials that's hilarious. He he talks about getting dinner, a seven course meal. Stop. And stop. The skip. Seventh. <laughs> the the sixth course is the cheese course. And he loves cheese, but he's lactose intolerant. You're allowed he, this. He he timed to the moment from when he's gonna fin- eat this course and get home and whether he'll make it. But yeah. his date wanted to stop somewhere. <laughs> he pooped himself basically. Mozzarella's a demon. The fear. <laughs> What's where's the fear drop and or the Al Roker? <laughs> I pooped my pants. Okay, now let let's get back on the rails here. The thing that stands out is Larry King was going to do comedy. This was when he was retiring from his show. And they had him come on and interviewed about that. Really interesting. Uh, Larry King is on the phone with us here on the Kevin Bean Show. We couldn't be more thrilled to announce April Foolishness, Saturday, April 7th at the Gibson Amphitheater. Details are at camp.com. Is it just just a series of people coming up and doing their shit? What's going to happen? Well, we have a band. We have a band. It's Jimmy Kimmel's late night band, uh, Cleto and the Cletones. And, uh, you know, pretty much it's going to be one comedian after another. But there's some banter in between. And, you know, you can sing and dance if you want. (laughs) No? Larry? Sing and dance. We're out of time, Larry. We can't well, tell you. you. We're so excited. Uh, by the way, I will have my own driver. Fantastic. Okay. All right. I do okay, not nice. need my dressing room. I don't need, you know, some people in particular, what they want in their dressing room. A couple of M&Ms is fine. Okay. okay. A couple of M&Ms. Okay. Um, suspenders or no suspenders that night, Larry? I'll have suspenders. And by the way, will Glenda be there? Glenda. Yes. <laughs> of course she's there every year. I'm not I'm not familiar with Glenda. I'm gonna go with yes. I think Glenda's <laughs> gonna be there. She's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be there. Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. Yeah. We'll, make, uh-huh. we'll, we'll make it out of it. Larry, can't wait to see you on April seventh, man. Thanks so much Thank for coming guys. on. Looking Thank forward you. to it, babe. Thank you, you Larry. Bye bye.
Yeah, we're not kidding about that. That's weird. What's what's Glenda? It will be very. How do I know? Me? That was one of the most perplexing things that's ever happened. Who's Glenda? I just figured I'd say yes. Anyone? That was so fun just listening to it in my regular day. And then he said, and now the part you don't hear a lot is the aftermath, where they're just stunned. They're looking at each other. I imagine, who's Glenda? <laughs> Let's play that again. Will Glenda be there? Yeah, they use that for years afterwards. <laughs> yeah, it just came out. I, I still don't know. who. I don't think they ever figured out who Glenda was. No. <laughs> now, this was the weekend or the week after the Academy Awards. So I didn't bring any of that in. Who cares? But a legendarily bad movie received a bunch of Razzie nominations. And it was Jack and Jill. It's an Adam Sandler movie. And it's weird because if you look at the cast, there's some big stars in it. For example... Al Pacino. So they called Al Pacino about being on that bad. Jack and Jill, can't you read that script and go, eh, maybe not for me? Listen, Adam Sandler is just trying to put truth into his film. I hear that's true. Okay. And the truth is, he's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> so I think he succeeded. Right. Ooh, uh, now, so, are, you, are you happy, unhappy, don't oh, care? Oh, great. Great role. Did a lot of comedy. Ha! Funny man! That's me! I'm not positive that you're considered a funny man. So I got a chance to stretch a little bit. Like my next project, Which where is... I'm going back to the stage. Oh, oh what's that? Okay. Maybe films of this Razzie thing. Uh, need, a, need a break from the films. Guys. Okay, all right. So I'm going back to the stage, doing a one-man musical based on Gary Newman. The Cars guy? The guy singing on Cars? That Here guy? in my cars! Ugh! Ah. <laughs> is that it? Do you have to sing in every role now? Yeah. What's your idea? All right. Because I don't have a chance to show people my song and dance talents very often. Right. I see. Okay. Now that I did Jack and Jill, mm -hmm. all dancing, all singing, all the time. Not the best idea, Jack. Dancing Al! Or Al. <laughs> Al Pacino! My name. Right, sorry. Jack. Well. Wow. <laughs> Is there a Razzie for radio? Yeah. Oh, Kevin, like the opening said, Kevin does not disappoint. Ever. <laughs> Hall of Fame. To do. Oh, go ahead. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame, indeed. Yeah. Uh, they were going to do a. Wheel of Bad Animal Voices. It's been a while since we've done the Wheel of Bad Animal Voices, hasn't yes, it? Yes, it has. What's on the wheel these days we for have, 2012? We have a lot of stories. The problem is we don't have time to get to them. We have the albino cyclops shark. We have the doomsday prepper survival kitty. We oh, have poor survival kitty. He's <laughs> the first to go. I've got bullets, lots of bullets. We have uh, Ole, the dog that survived the avalanche. We mm -hmm. have Harvey Dent, the two-faced kitten. <laughs> We have badass super soldier uh, ants, uh -huh. and we have Houdini, the Australian runaway goat. <laughs> sorry, that was, oh, sorry, that was, that was being sneezing. That, by the way, that just would for the came record. on fast. Yeah, no wheel of bad animal voices. I just love it when a sneeze comes out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he just straight up summoned Scrooge McDuck out of nowhere. Like he was just like, <laughs> I, I'm a Disney duck right there. <laughs> It's always good. There was a uh, poll Violet. about who was the best James Bond, and this was in 2012, and people were still saying Sean Connery. So, of course, they had Sean Connery on. 
So nobody who ever played James Bond after you uh, hand down the character is worth a damn. No, I am the best Bond by far, and I think your little uh, your little survey there proves it. That it people does. still think of me as the one and original James Bond. That's true. Okay. So what should happen to Kevin if he doesn't go out immediately and watch Goldfinger? Well, in the film Goldfinger, there's a scene where I'm strapped down to a table and a laser is cutting between my legs about to castrate me. That seems bad. I think that's exactly what we should do to Kevin. That's a little much for not seeing a movie. Well, then, watch the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Great to talk to you, too, Mr. Cottery. It was a painful experience speaking with you, too. Okay. As always. Okay. (laughs) Bye, Mr. Bond. Mr. Bond? (laughs) Or Mr. Cottery, whatever you... (laughs) Yeah, I think that was the fourth time that he got the wrong name. But oh, I love no. it. Poor Sean Connery. Oh, man. Uh, Ralph was giving away Kevin tickets. Go ahead. I am the Kevin of this podcast. Just... <laughs> Kevin was rough that whole week. You could tell it from the first moment of Monday. But I loved it. I knew a good week was coming. Yeah, right. Uh, they were giving away tickets to the Paley Fest. You remember that's the uh, the Museum of Television and Radio where they did Different shows, and the cast would come. He can ask him questions. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Ralph was going to be on Bones. I had forgotten about this. Ralph Garman does an episode of a show. Boom! It becomes the hottest show, and the, the paley people want to talk to them. You about did the it. Bones, Listen. didn't you? I just did a Bones, and I have to say to those who asked, yes, the black leather jacket does make an appearance in Bones. So <laughs> the streak continues. Unbelievable! The streak continues. Everything Ralph does, he goes to the wardrobe, and they go, "I eh, just wear that." Yeah, I do. I walk in and go. Hey, that, that jacket looks good on you. Let's put you in that. It's like, I'm everything I do on television now, I'm wearing the black leather jacket. It's Bobby. Bobby on the house wore the black leather jacket. Now, uh, Morgan Donnelly. Oh, that's my, my character. You're not on, Bobby. Uh, you didn't carry house. Bobby over no. to Bones? No, I'm uh, Morgan Donnelly, and he he wears the black leather jacket on Bones. I see. Anyway, if you'd Are like. Are people going to go, isn't that Bobby's jacket? No, they won't. Because okay. I'm a chameleon. Wow. When I play a role, I'm a completely different person. I see. I'm unrecognizable. Right. <laughs> I, I change myself from the inside <laughs> out. Right. Yeah, Ralph's right. He always wore the leather jacket, even on Family Guy when he was animated, remember? His character still wore a leather jacket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just always been in that leather jacket. It, um, it's him. I, I mean, yeah, I. Yeah, that is I, funny, I though. He goes into wardrobe and they're like, hey, that's great. What you got? So this wasn't the strange thing is it was the same network, Fox, that did House and uh, Bones, but they didn't call him Bobby in this one. His name was Morgan. So we got to put that on our Kevin and Bean um, film festival, TV festival. (laughs) And uh, I don't know, maybe the Black Leather Jacket will make an appearance that night. Play your cards right. Because, yeah, that's kind of bonuses you get. Nathan Fillion calls in, gives sure. free castle stuff away to our winners. Right. Morgan might show up in his black leather jacket. Wow. Yeah, That'd be exciting. something for him to show up in that jacket. I don't want to say my role is small. <laughs> but I will let you know that before the episode begins, I'm dead. Before it starts. Before it starts. So when we begin at Bones, you're a dead body. When the, at the outset of my particular episode, I am my character is dead. So as far as lines, you have none. I have several but it's in a very uh, strange way that they uh, they present themselves. It's Morgan. Matt, there we go. That's my new jingle. <laughs> How did that happen oh, so Morgan quickly? Good he sure does. <laughs> yeah, we all know the it's Bobby drop, and that was the it's Morgan drop. <laughs> so good. Oh, damn. Last thing up, they were talking about uh, doing a Hollywood Babylon. We mentioned that today. This was a 
2012 one. By the way, which is uh, Saturday night at the John Lovitz Theater, if you want to check it out. You can go to uh, babbleonralph.com or thelovitz.com for tickets and details. 10 p.m. Saturday night, Kevin Smith and I doing our Hollywood Babylon show. No. <laughs> We're talking about movies. I had to get a nopey clip in there. And uh, that's the week that was. Back to you live, Steve. <laughs> no. You still here, Steve? <laughs> I'm still here. Wait, am I Steve or am I Kevin? You are now Steve. Steve is in your mind. It's wherever you want it to be. <laughs> yeah. Wow, we're just going to go with that. Let's just do it. Just keep it going. Just don't stop. Star. Just go. Just go. Just do it now. Doing it live. All right. What other segments do we have? We don't have any. That's it, right? No, that's what I'm saying. Do it live. Do it live? No. Well, who's going to say bye? No one? I did last week. You're never getting that again. So you just uh, did, Christopher. I'll I say goodbye if Excellent. that's okay. There we go. I forgot to mention earlier in our thank yous the great Psycho Mike as well. Um, so I want to thank him. Um, anyway, so thanks for listening to our hundredth episode. Um, hopefully, it's as janky as you expected it to be. And obviously, you found us if you're listening to us. So if you want to share or comment, uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you want to leave us a message. Uh, thanks party people. It's been fun guys. I never thought we'd do one episode. It's been a blast. Exactly. Thanks for all the hard work, Chris. Yeah. And Lindsay. So we're going to sing along with this. And Lindsay. I say that yeah. Nothing Here we go. It's everything on the show. The Ralph and Lisa show. No. My friend. What's your singing Eddie? Now exactly how much smoke. Hey, I got my bong. I'm good. another one. Beer Here we go. Up next with 40 minutes nonstop. K Rock, stick around oh, for some Rise okay. Against. Also, the White Stripes, see their Green Day Killers, and more on the way from the world famous K Rock. Balls. And Pin Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, folks. Balls. I got some. Just Steve Stoneman, Steve. Oh, thanks everyone for listening on the YouTube. Friends. Oh, we're gonna have to edit this down. And pass it on down. Hey, what's up, man? It's Mr. Khan, dude. I need you to take care of some for me, man. Yeah, I got these guys that want you to double cost for me. They did me some wrong in the past, so yeah, I'm gonna take care of them, dude. All right, so I'm gonna go, I'm gonna send you. 
to go make a fake drug deal, all right? I want you to take care of this for me, man, all right? All right. Yeah, you'll get paid. You'll yeah, get paid plenty, plenty all right? Mm -hmm. Just take care of this for me, dude, all right? Everything's going to be okay, all right? Say hi to the family for me, okay? Yeah, man. Everything's going to go out smoothly, dude. Double cross. All right, man. I got to go. Later. This concludes our broadcast day. The only time of the day I get to try out my Fred Schneider B-52's voice. Now try to get some sleep out there. Not bad. Getting better. All right. Well, I'll leave you to say that, and I'll uh, just thank you for joining me as you're saying that. Being from KROQ, I do appreciate you being on show this night. Thank you for having us. Help us out. Keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. You guys were so baked, you didn't sound anywhere near as good as you thought you did. I was in the audience. Uh, and here we thought the weed was inspiring us. See you guys, Seacrest, out. Bye-bye. So if you're confused about what I'm saying, listen very carefully. I quit this bitch. <laughs> oh, speaking of Sam, he just sent a message. He left a car show early today to listen to this. Sorry, <gasps> oh, Sam. Thank you. <laughs> Sam, oh, my God. You. We'll enjoy That's on you. you soon. <laughs> Sam, it wasn't worth it. We know. <laughs> Thanks to all our listeners. Thanks for tuning in, guys. And thank you again, Drew, for all thank of you, your Drew. work. You're, wel you're welcome. We'll talk about this later when I get all... Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. We're all good. I love you guys. All good right, show. Love you guys. Good <laughs> sesh. Bye. Good sesh. Bye. Good sesh. All right. It's cut.